Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, you are listening to Shag Mind Annoyed with me, Chris Ramsey. Just me. Um, is it weird hearing just my... Is it, it, it was weird for me seeing that bit, seeing hello, you're listening to Shag Mind Annoyed without Rosie seeing it. I didn't like it. I'll be honest with you, I've had to record this about... re-record this about six or seven times because it's just strange. I'm sitting in my office, I'm recording this little bit because this is just the intro to our final maternity leave episode. This is our last week off in sort of speech marks on my fingers that dickheads do, and I'm doing it on my own, on an audio medium. Wanker. Um, it's our last week off uh, before we come back next week with another full, an actual full episode, our first full episode since having Rafe and of 2021. Oh, as always, guys, thank you so much for listening and, and continuing to show us love and support and, and for all of the lovely things you've said about me little family. It really does Brings a tear to me bloody eye. It really does. Rosie is uh, doing great. Rafe is doing great. Um, they're in the other room now, chilling out. And uh, yeah, this is the last little week that we're going to have another selection of questions that didn't make the cut, but not because they don't... Some of them don't make the cut because they're a bit too rude. And my producer goes, guys, you've already done like four questions about Spunk. Um, maybe leave this one to later. Um, and some of them don't make it just because of, um, you know, just time. Otherwise, it would be like a two-hour podcast, which I know you'd love, but... We don't want to really get you into the, you know, into the habit of expecting to our podcast because fuck me, Boris could come on the news and announce something else to ruin the world. Uh, and, you know, we might just fucking not be up for it. But what you're about to listen to is a collection of some unheard ones from quite recent, um, which uh, I've just listened to myself. And I bloody, I've got to say, I bloody did enjoy them. I couldn't remember half of them. And yeah, uh, don't want to give too much away, but next week might be the return of the Plonkcast because. Rosie is no longer up the duff. <coughs> no longer up the duff, so she can drink, and I can drink. Obviously, I haven't stopped drinking. Um, lockdown's, you know, done more to me liver than it has to anything else. But very excited to be coming back for the full episode next week. Enough of me prattling on. Here is me and Rosie. Enjoy. So this is a story that someone has sent, as uh, as they normally do. Someone sent us in. This was on Reddit. And I'm all over Imgur and Reddit mm-hmm. and all of these things to try and see all these viral yeah. stories because I just love them. And I, this one had completely passed me okay. by. So this is written by a female, 26 years old, about her boyfriend, male, 24. Mm-hmm. I've just said they put it in like, they put like, so I, brackets, F26, have a boyfriend, brackets, M24. Yeah. Sounds like they're talking about fucking motorways. But jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a boyfriend and recently he got into a dispute with the neighbor's kids. Okay. They accidentally kicked their football in our yard and they came into the garden to get it back. 
To be honest, I didn't really care, but my boyfriend started screaming at these, like, 11-year-old kids about how poorly they were raised by their parents and they should be ashamed. I was effing mortified. I sent the kids some chocolates and sweets to apologise profusely for his behaviour. I was seeing red flags and I told him that his behaviour was not normal. He kind of brushed me off and I told him if he pulled anything like that again, he was gone. Mm. The next week, the ball came into our garden. Rosie, I can't, I couldn't even guess what he did, right? The next week, the ball came into our garden and I was about to throw it back to the kids when my boyfriend stormed outside and took the ball inside. I told the kids that I would bring it back in a minute. He went into the bathroom and emerged 10 minutes later wearing gloves and a football covered in shit. His own shit. What the F? I asked him if he was out of his effing mind, but he stormed past me and threw it over the fence, no. screaming, take that, you bitches. <laughs> no. He's a nutter. I screamed, Ew. and I mean girls screamed at him uh, about how he is a fucking douche art in America, and I wanted him out of the house, and he's a disgusting effing monster. I'm trying to say some Fs because she swore a lot here, and that they were just kids. I screamed and screamed, and eventually he left. I deleted all his games off his PS4 and gave it to the kids as an apology. Amazing. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I don't wow. Wanna, I'm, wow. I, I wouldn't have guessed that. No. No. Unbelievable. I would never have guessed that. I thought he might have like stabbed the bowl mm. and then sent it over flat or something. But oh, imagine if you really loved someone and they did that. Yeah. It'd be, it would be like... I'd be gutted because you go, oh, this isn't something within our relationship, that shit. Yeah. You're just a moron. Yeah, you're just you're a just, mania. You're horrible. Well, I mean, I respect it, huh? because it's not like, you know, she's not looking forward to the wedding. Like, it's, you know, she's worried now. It, it, it had sex with him anyway. It's just literally told him to do one, yeah, which good. is quite good. Yeah. That's awful. Wow. Wow. I mean, my childhood would have been a lot different if the catchphrase wasn't, you know, that comes over here again, I'll stick a knife in it. Hey, that comes over here again. I'm going to take the bathroom and cover it in my own shite and throw it back at you. <laughs> okay, mate. We're going to play down the street then. <laughs> babadoo, 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 ba. Did you have local legends in your town growing up and do you have them now? The reason... yeah, excuse me. You've just emailed a pair of them. Oh, not like that. <laughs> the reason I ask this is that I always assumed it was only kids and teens who entertained the idea of local legends. And it wasn't a joy that would carry on into your adulthood. But recently, this theory was proved wrong. Okay. Growing up, we had a man in our town who we called the timekeeper. So... <laughs> It's not famous people or anything like that. It's not yeah. someone who's invented something. It's no, not a professional mean, athlete. Yeah. So they've got the time... This person's got the timekeeper. Okay. This is because one day he insisted on telling anyone who would listen that he was late for his first day of work as he unfortunately overslept. So <laughs> as a way of ensuring it wouldn't happen again, his boss got him a watch. As time went on, all the kids in the town would dare each other to go up to this man and ask him what the time was, resulting in the man chasing kids all over town and screaming at them. In hindsight, I can imagine this got very annoying very quickly. And I still think that this day he gets asked for the time, poor man. But, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, rewind. What was the whole thing about the watch at the beginning? So one day... <laughs> 
he was really late for work and he'd right. overslept and he told everyone apparently this town's right. really small this right. town it sounds like <laughs> nothing was on so it's why. so he was late one day he overslept he told everyone he overslept his boss got my watch <laughs> Then everyone started going, that's the bloke who overslept. Yeah. And now they ask him the time yeah. and he chases kids around. I tell you, first thing, bunch of fucking losers. What a terrible thing to ask people. Second thing, what if you actually want to know the time and he just kicks off and you're like, mate, what the fuck? Third thing, he'd be much later if he keeps chasing children around. Very true. Jesus. Where's Postman Pat live? What a stupid town. What? Where's Postman Pat live? <sighs> this is like where yeah, Postman Pat lives. Dale, Wendley Dale or somewhere. I don't know. Anyway, that's that's how I imagine it. To be like, oh, right. remember Bob when he asked everyone for the time? <laughs> <laughs> time man. <laughs> the timekeeper. The timekeeper. Jesus. Okay. The timekeeper. That is the shittest one. <laughs> you got any you got any local legends? I a bloke once was late and now we all ask him the Who time because we? we're comedy geniuses. We... So we used to have Jarrett Elvis. Is Jarrett Elvis? Jarrett um, Elvis. Is he still alive? Didn't he do the great he did the Great North Run loads of times? Did he? Or am I thinking who am I thinking? You're of? thinking Jarrett of Jim. Jarrett Jim. Jarrett Jim, legend, did the Great North Run. Raised yes. a lot for charity, Jarrett Jim. Yeah. Um there was Jarrett Elvis, who was the, the Elvis impersonator in Jarrow. Uh-huh. Um there was that bloke who used to wave at the Wavy ferries. Davey. We, but he turned his life around. Did he? Yeah, yeah. I think he, um weirdly, I think he got either ill or he ended up in the hospital for some reason. I can't remember the story. Um I think he might have got attacked actually. Um and he ended up in the hospital on a New Year's Eve. Yeah, and then his sister and everything found out about it, apparently. His oh, family what? reconnected with him, got in the house and everything, turned his life around. Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also have the man who used to sit at the back of the bus with a bin bag over his head, sticking his fingers up He was, in the he was a laugh. He but was I, a laugh. He never got named, unfortunately. Right, he always had a bag over his head. Never God, see can you face. imagine the person who sent this email? Can you imagine if they had him? Can you imagine? Rather than just scraping the barrel of some poor fucker who was late once. The timekeeper. Imagine if they had the guy with the bin liner <laughs> on his head. They'd lose their minds. Um, so I used to gig uh, in Chorley a lot, a uh-huh. Chorley Little Theatre, and it's near Preston. And in Preston, they talked to the first ever time I did Chorley Little Theatre, I had an hour and a half show to do. And I did almost none of your material mm. because I can't remember how I got onto it. But the told us that there was a bloke called Toxic Terry. Right. Who used to live around in and around there. Okay. Um, and it was that thing of someone said talks there and everyone started shouting different stuff out. And apparently he used to drink uh, petrol. Oh. Like, because he was that pissed. He, he, he used to drink petrol. Okay. Um, and that was like his thing. He was the local guy. And every time I went, there was a new rumor about him. Right. Every time I went, it was like, no, oh, he's done this. No, he's done that. Oh, no, he's dead now. Oh, he's turned his life around. And it, like people, it got to the point where when I was doing Charlie Little Theatre, big up Charlie Little Theatre, I hope you're getting through all this. People would bring newspaper cuttings of articles about wow. Toxicity when I was on the thing. They are local. They don't and even if know it, do people hadn't they? came to the previous gigs, they would sit there fucking raging, <laughs> going, what is this about? <laughs> what is this? Anyway, hmm. there's more to this. Jesus. I am now 27 and time has passed with no local legends cropping up until the other day. I was in my local Tesco when the lady behind the cashier was sniggering and whispering to the lady paying for her shopping. Intrigued, I asked them if I could be in on the joke. <laughs> to which the cashier replied... <laughs> I mean, most, that's the most desperate thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Excuse me, can I be in on this joke, please? What is laughing at me? <laughs> eh... Can I be in on the joke? That's like that bit I wrote wrote in our book about going up and asking people if I can be their friend on holiday. Osmosis. (laughs) Is that right? Osmosis? No, that was the ball bit, but then I said if the the catch and the ball didn't work, you'd just go up, hey, you've got to be there. You had to be there. Yeah, anyway. anyway. To which the cashier replied, 
Haven't you heard about the smear test man? <laughs> Whoa! I like this guy. <laughs> Apparently, there is a man who, since hearing this story, I have seen way too many times to count. Oh, Jesus. Who works in a lab for the NHS. Oh, for God's sake, this is going to be horrible. <laughs> the poor man was working away when an unfortunate accident happened. He tripped over and, as a result, put his arms out to catch his ball. However, as he went down, <laughs> he managed to knock a whole table of open smear tests. Oh, you're joking. I'm not talking the little brushes. I'm talking the pots of liquid in that holds all the cells and cervical blood. Oh, my word. <laughs> the poor man was covered in smear tests and oh. now is known to the whole town as the what it I can I just say on behalf of everyone in the country, I hate your town so much. Where's the bloody dignity? Where's the secrecy? The poor bucket. Poor blokes trying to get one, I hope the people have to get the smear test redone. I hope they were contacted. <laughs> Two, what happened to bloody what happened to doctor patient confidentiality? It surely it works both ways. If your doctor gets smear all our room, you've got to keep your fucking mouth shut. I hate your town. Wherever you, I hate it. It's not even called smear test anymore. It's called cervical screening. Well, so they're behind the times anyway. Oh, I just thought that was funny. Guy. And I thought it would link nicely in with yeah. go and get a smear test. Yes. Because it's extremely important. Go and get them done. So yeah. there you go. Don't get them done there. I mean, yeah. God, wait, what happened to all them? My thing about local legends is yeah. um, you know you've got, you know you're in a small town, a small kind of working class town that has local legends. Yeah. Where you can give someone directions based on where the local legend stands. <laughs> can you remember this? Yeah. So, guys, we once had uh, our friends were in our house, and uh, I'll not say the name, but the friends were in the house, and, and, and my mate was going to his wife, Oh, you know where that place is? She's not from Shields originally. She was like, He was going, You know where that, that restaurant is, man? It's down that road. He just going, No, no, go. You do, man. You come over that round, but you go past that pub, and it's down that road. You know that road, man? That down that road. And she goes, No, I haven't got an idea. And she goes, He goes, It's where that bloke stands, man. And she went, Oh, yeah, I know exactly where that is. <laughs> When you can give directions based on where your local legends stand, you're in a small working class town. Welcome to the we party. All, we all need them. They keep us going. Big, big love to the local legends. Babadoo, babadoo, babadoo. Ba Hi, guys. Hi. My wife has introduced me to your podcast and I've been loving it, so thank you. Good. Thank you. Now, I love my wife's boobs. Okay. And every time I see them, I'm like a schoolboy all over again. Um, see? Sorry, just... Uh -huh. You normally, I thought it was weird that you'd started that with the my wife introduced me to the podcast. I'm loving it because mm. all the emails start with I'm loving the podcast, yeah, and we skirt over it. But you did the right thing because if it just started, hi guys, I love my wife, yeah, boobs, I couldn't just start it, it like yeah, that. It was a really good, yeah, I get yeah. why you did that now, Chris. Well done. <laughs> I used to work in radio, great, kind well, of know what I'm doing a little oh, so bit. Also, Capital, you had to, you know, you had to, we used to get stuff like this all boobs, the time, wife boobs emails all always the time. about the boobs, got you. She's got to buffer it, haven't you? She's got yeah, to buffer it. Gotta, I wanted to introduce the wife somehow. Incredible. Just not our boobs. <laughs> um, so he loves his wife's boobs. He's like a schoolboy. Great. I'm like a schoolboy all over again seeing my first pair. The only thing is, she hides them all the time. Right. When she gets out of the shower, she will put her top on over her towel so I can't see them and will take off and put on a bra under her top too. <gasps> Don't get me wrong. I get to jiggle those bad boys around when we have, you know what. <laughs> but yet again, when she comes back from the bathroom, she will cover them up so I can't see. 
I've seen her birth my two beautiful children. A bit of boob every now and again should be fine. Free the boobs. <laughs> and it said here. Yeah, That's a hashtag if ever I've heard one. Do you do this, Rosie? Many thanks. Right. Can I tackle this or do you want to tackle this? Uh, can I go first? Mm-hmm. I wonder whether she is sick of him looking at her boobs. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, do I was you gonna, agree? Well, I was going to say the other way. I was going to say she's just, you know, as I proved during lockdown, mm. you don't have birthday cake every day because you spoil it. Absolutely. I think maybe she's just withholding them a bit so that she gets a lot of attention when it's going on, possibly. It's not even that. No? Just... You think she's just sick? Oh, go away. <clears throat> like, no. Stop ogling at me boobs okay. in me own house. Okay. You can't, you sounds like you're right. Creep. <laughs> Oh, no, I know. There's being in love and there's being sexually attracted to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah. the circumference of your own home, you don't want to be living with someone. Uh, yeah. Uh, free the boobs. <laughs> like, well, to be fair, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, mate. And, mate, to be fair, that um, that march that you keep doing around the garden with your big placards saying free the boobs, it's, it's just not doing any good. Neighbours are getting, neighbours are furious. Stop imagine, it. though, just imagine, right? Okay, you're getting dried. From the shower, yeah. and I'm just sat there staring down right. below, okay. slavering, right. ogling. <laughs> would you be like, oh, that's nice? Or would you think, Rosie, it's a Tuesday morning? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of know what you mean. Oh, yeah. you'd love it, wouldn't you? Uh, oh, God. Now um, and then, it's quite nice. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I get. I, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe is, is it wrong that he finds his wife attractive and he's given her a little bit of touch? Is that wrong? Is that a bad thing? Absolutely not wrong at all. No. But just it sounds. I mean, it sounds like it's all the time. Yeah, I think she loves it, and I think she's withholding them to keep it. To keep it. You know, Do you think? Keep, yeah, I think uh, so, yeah, Chris. Yeah. I think she's sick of him. Nah. I think they'll split up next year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Honestly, I put money on it. Nah. They'll split up next year, and he'll be like, "Bring the boobs bring back." Bring the boobs. <laughs> You've got the kids this weekend. I don't want the kids. I want the boobs. Just want the boobs. <laughs> and she'll go, nah, they're not yours anymore. This is sad. You Stop took, this now. <laughs> you, you took the piss <laughs> with my boobs. <laughs> Fanny never got a look in. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, Rosie and Chris. I was listening to last week's podcast when Chris said there would be an influx of messages from students saying they don't mind to me. So sorry, this wasn't last uh, week. A few weeks ago. This yeah, was yeah, from yeah, a few yeah. weeks yeah. ago. I can confirm me and my friends did it every single night there out. There we are. There we are. On one, on one occasion, a guy I was living with in halls drank a glass of sick he picked up in a nightclub. Oh, my God. Right. No. No, Chris. This nah. isn't and this isn't the main bit of the email. I have had so many messages from people who've been mind sweeping and by accident picked up a glass of sick. Stop being it. sick in glasses. Can we stop that? Can we just Chris, make stop that mind sweeping? Stop stop both of these things. Yes, no well, of course, but that goes without saying we've mm. dealt with that. Stop being sick in glasses. Have... Nothing worse than seeing someone be sick in a pint glass. Right. What? You have you never been sick in a pint glass? No. Right. Have you been sick in a pint glass? Uh, you are a couple of times. Really? Christopher. This whole relationship's a fucking you, lie. This has been this is horrible. Have you never been, been sick? sick in a pint glass? No. Because right. I feel like I would push my face right against the pint glass and there'd be too much air in it and it would create a, a vacuum and it would shoot out the sides. Just there's been times when you just get to that part of the night and you I, think, nah, you know what? I just feel like you don't really need to be sick. If I'm sick, it's Colossal amounts of sick. What a pint glass wouldn't touch your sides. If I'm sick, it's 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 fireman's hose. It's craziness. No. It's not just a little. I'll go on then. Pints were mine. Well, I have a couple of times. Oh, that's good honestly. night. Good night. Ugh. Um. It also says here. Not only did myself and my friends mind sweep drinks, myself and my friend Imi, after a night out, would also mind sweep. Leftover chicken in the chicken shop. That <laughs> is grotesque. It, and it gets worse. It gets worse. It wasn't that we couldn't afford a piece of chicken. Whilst ours was cooking, we would eat what had been no. left around us. No. Pigs? It's, Absolute pigs? It was never chicken strips that were left behind either. It was chicken on the bone. No, man. No. <laughs> In my head, this makes it even more disgusting. Yes! <laughs> Waste not, want not. Love the podcast. And that's from Alicia. That's the... that I, it, Just when I thought there was nothing worse than mind-sweeping, eating other people's chicken off the bone that they've slabbered and licked. Yeah. And, oh, nah. Is that worse than being sick in a pine glass? Yes. It is, isn't it? Because there's being sick in a pine glass. That's actually... You can't really help that. And, I, and I've done it because I'd rather do that than be sick on the floor. And I was very young. Right. I feel like I've got to justify myself because, do you know the other week when I slagged them people off for eating that pineapple? Right. That was the same week that I admitted to smoking strangers' tabs that I found <laughs> on the street. And people were like, hang on, you won't eat the pineapple, but you'll s- smoke someone else's tab ends. Oh, <laughs> These were God. all when I was very young. Yes. I wouldn't do that now. Oh. Anyway, so yeah. Chicken, chicken sweep. Other people, chicken sweeping. What would you call it? God, yeah, probably chicken, chicken, chicken sweep. Why, why is mine sweeping called mine sweeping? Probably because every now and then you get a glass of sick. 
I mean, if you've got, if that is one of the things that can happen, stop doing it. That's stop probably naming why it's it. Called it you stop know. it being a thing. That's why. That's Every probably. Night. Sorry, what? In what world mm. do they not? Re- we're just it's totally skirted over this. In what world do they not realise it's a glass of sick? Dark. Nothing's that fucking dark. Have you never been into a really dark, dark not club? Not that fucking dark. Uh, to gla- a gla- how are you? you can see stuff. I don't know. Oh so, look, someone's got a. Oh look, someone got a smoothie. Well, what about sometimes oh, it's when you a get a glass them... of cold vegetable soup? Oh, don't, because it makes us feel a, a bit, bit ill. Some... Oh no! I know. No way. How dark does it have to be? That's ridiculous. Pretty dark. There's some horrible cocktails, you know, where they like look like curdled stuff. That's it then. Mm-hmm. You've just nailed it. Someone's got oh, mint cocktail here. They're twenty oh, quid each. Don't. These. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. They're twenty quid. Gee. Get these down here. Oh, oh. oh uh, nah, I can't. I can't. I'd lo- I-, I would love to see someone's reaction from drinking someone else's sick. Though. No, I'm all right for it. Although there was it. Did I ever tell you about the game of Pontons that we used to play? Just when I used to work at Pontons, yeah. when you would go around the whole room. And people would just put loads of stuff in that they had on the table into a pint glass. And so the gate, it's really disgusting, to be honest. Uh, people would put like baby's milk in, like beer, wine, spirits. Why have they got baby's milk? Anything. Because there was loads of kids there. What, on the night? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, Chris, it, this is, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> yeah. Yeah, the children didn't go to bed. Got you. At, at, at reasonable hours, Got they you. were they, they were usually in the arcade without their parents, Got you. who were playing this game. So they'd fill these, they'd fill this pine glass up, and then what the person would do who was playing, they would take their sock off, and then they would drink the pine glass through that sock. Why through the sock? It was just to add extra humili- humiliation to the game. So it would be basically a dirty pint of everything. Dirty in the room pint of everything thing. in the room, and then a sock. Over, over the, the top, top, and you drink through the sock. Yeah. That's just, what. What was the game? It was just a game. That was but the what game. Was, that's not a game. That's just make someone drink a man. What was? Yeah. It? Was there a prize? Yes. What was the prize? It was a bottle of prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> Ponton's own. Fuck <laughs> me, Chris. The amount of people who used to do it. It was. Hey, let's get this prosecco up and hey, way. Oh, what are you celebrating? Uh, drinking all that through some cunt sock. <laughs> Revolting. Shut the place down. Shut it down. Babadoo, 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 ba. Dear Chris and Rosie, please bear with me. This is about a bird bath. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weirdly, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I do like a bird bath. Do it's you? nice. Yeah, it's nice when you got a little thing in the garden. You watch birds have a little wash in it. We haven't Quite got nice. one. Oh, well, because Robin would fucking pull it that over. That would protest too much, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> no, the opposite. What? Ignore that. I don't even know what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? I don't know. So I feel like you saying, I love a bird bath. Well, why haven't you got one? Well, all right. Well, I'm allowed to love things that I don't have. <laughs> no, why? Love dogs. You're doing all right. Got one. You're doing all right in life. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, yeah. Okay, Christmas. I'm Rosie. Let listen, me write this down. Rosie. Got a lot of tours cancelled this year. I haven't got bird bath money. I don't know what you think this is. Right? I'm genuinely writing this down. For you know, Christmas. You get a, I don't fucking get as a bird bath Chris, for Christmas. I'm, you're really hard to buy for. I don't want a bird bath. You've I'm just watching said, you write it down. That's not a surprise. You've just said I really like the bird baths. They're lovely, and so but Christmas the, yeah, morning, look, look. nice surprise. <laughs> and Chris, you think your presents are finished? Look out the window. Look, there's a frozen bird bath. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think it'll look nice. Anyway. I don't get us a bird bath for Christmas. Chris, it's right ordered. Now. I've been online. <laughs> <laughs> Prime, it's coming tomorrow. <laughs> for as long as I can remember, my grander has had this bird bath in the middle of his front lawn in brackets, he lives in a bungalow in a little cul-de-sac in a place where there is no one below the age of 70. Kind of how I imagine Chris's bachelor pad to be. Eh, uh, slander, but <laughs> The one-story on. glory was, yeah, we were the youngest in the street. Didn't have a front lawn, though. It did? Well, I mean, barely. It, it had a little bit of grass. But no bigger than the table we're sitting on now. Yeah, could have put a bird bath on it, though. Why are you obsessed with bird baths? Why are you, Chris, I think you'll find, <laughs> why are you obsessed with bird baths? I love a bird bath. I love a bird bath. I just think it's canny that you look out and you see the little birds. I can't, honestly, I can't wait to see your face on Christmas morning. Uh, nah. Best Christmas ever. Put a bucket outside. Anyway, the bird bath is very special to my granddad, as according to my mum, it's one of the last things he bought with my nana before she died. A few years ago now, the birdbath went missing. My family presumed it had been stolen. As you can imagine, my granddad found this very upsetting and it took him a while to move past it emotionally. Well, I mean, sentimental or not, who's fucking nicking a birdbath? Who knows? I'm raging. People nick loads of stuff. I put a bird bath. Come on. You got, they, they, they're made of stone and that. You know what I mean? You've got They come in two pieces. Someone nicked my uh, brother's tricycle from our back garden. Uh, and again, the washing. I, I understand both of them things, but a bird bath. What a, what a shitty thing to nick. People nick plants and everything. Rotten. Rotten they are. I, again, I, I kind of understand. A bird bath? I can understand. You look at a plant and you go, oh, hey, look, at have you seen the plants that they've got in there? Oh, I can never get my plants out. Yeah, fucking, I'm nicking them, right? But a bird bath. You'd have to empty the water out first. You, can I, can we just skip back to five minutes ago? How much you were absolutely wanking off over a bird bath <laughs> and now you're saying you wouldn't eat that, the, that the, the least attractive thing in a garden, the nick. Well, you're no, a, you're they're, an they're, absolute they're just a cr- Billy bullshit. Don't no, believe a word he says. That's up there. He's gone back on himself. That's up there with saying someone stole me lawn or me paving stones. Like a fucking bird bath. Chris. Tell you what, if it's not nailed down, this, I know, bloody, this I know. bloody society. It's disgusting, isn't tell it? Tell you what. Skip forward to lockdown 2020 and my family and I are sat with my granddad in his back garden, socially distanced, of course, for COVID. And my dad announces he needs a wee. With my granddad being old and health-wise quite vulnerable to the virus, my dad went to the bottom of the garden for a wee instead of into the house. That's the thing, isn't it, with lockdown? I bet mm. there's been loads of adult wees in the garden. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tons. Loads. Ooh. Love it. More more of it, I say. Love weeing in the garden. Sometimes I do it when I get back from the shops. You absolutely better not. Okay, then, I don't. Please don't do you? Yeah. Please don't check the cameras. Do you actually? Sometimes. That's sometimes before I get in the hot tub. Sometimes I go outside to go in the hot tub and I think, oh, I need a wee here. I'll just quickly wee on the grass and jump in the hot tub. That's horrible because I'm thinking we've got foxes. It'll be your wee. <gasps> no, it's not my wee. I'd, you'll Turn never it find, yellow. You'll never find wee. No, that's not my wee. doesn't do that. How dare you? Fox wee does. How dare you? Now, the bottom of the garden is behind a tall, thick tree, so we couldn't see my dad, thankfully. But shortly after he was done, I noticed my mum approach the bottom of the garden having been beckoned by my dad and thought that was really strange. Why has she gone to inspect his puddle? (laughs) A few minutes later, my dad reappears and my sister then joins my mum down the bottom of the garden. Again, following that, my mum reappears and my aunt takes her place. Well, 
Must uh, you must have written his name or something? <laughs> well, at this point, I'm thinking my dad is piss liquid gold or something. <laughs> Confused and feeling left out, I wander down the garden to see what's cracking off. From the bottom of my granddad's garden, you can see into his neighbour's garden, within which stood a bird bath. Hold on, hold the phone here. One that looks identical if not unbelievably similar to the one that went missing from my granddad's front lawn. No way. In years gone by, my granddad has had little interaction with his neighbour, but has deduced that he's quite odd, with additional rumours from around the village that he's actually a drug dealer. Right. Brackets, unreliable source. And with these drug deals, he accepts stolen garden items as well as cash. Shut the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of drug dealer... What I mean, hey, you got me fucking money. Will you accept a bird bath? <laughs> I will accept a bird bath. <laughs> oh, yeah. It says here, which I realise sounds too good to be true, but I literally cannot begin to explain the random shite I've seen in this bloke's garden. Hilarious. So, the dilemma. Aside from feeling enraged at the idea that this dickhead drug-dealing neighbour has stolen a precious item from my granddad, we became quite unsure what to do. And we put some options here and we need to pick. Wow. So we've got to sort this out. Well, okay. You know. Well, can I just say, I'm sorry and all that sentimental value aside, I don't really think, don't know what, no matter what the options are, I don't think you should knock on the possible drug dealer to ask for your bird bath back. And not the drug dealer who accepts stolen bird garden baths. furniture and stuff. Stolen garden furniture. Well, that to me, that's a menace. Yeah. That's, do you know, if it was just money, I'd have more Quite respect. Brazen, it? But the just the yeah. stolen stuff, that's like, I don't need the money. I'm doing this for the for the shits and the giggles. Yeah, for the thrill. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay, okay. So, do you want to know oh, tell the, us options? the options? Tell us the options. Option one. Do we tell my granddad and risk bringing up old emotions? Oh, so he doesn't even know? No. Oh, God, don't tell him, but carry on. Okay. So, right, okay, fair enough. Or let's say it is my granddad's. Do we go round and accuse... Definitely not. Absolutely not. Crazy. Do we steal it back? Again, don't know how... You know, the the, the make more than one kind of... You know, it could could have been from the same kind of garden centre. They did say that. It could have been... They did say it could actually be just the same bird bat. I don't think it is. I don't think it is at all. Uh, I think they should just leave it. It says, the the last one is, or do we do what the majority of British population would probably do, which so far um, is nothing. I would just leave it. I wouldn't knock on the possible drug dealer and ask if that bird bath is their yeah, bird bath. you don't want to be messing with him. I'd you've leave got it to you, You've got to be. So, so they didn't have enough money for their drugs, so they walked round the corner and stole a bird bath. That's what happened. Have apparently. a word. Have a word. I oh, know. Have bravery. Rosie and Chris. I was about 15 and my mum had told me the night before that when I got up, the plumber would be there. So could I make him a bacon sarnie and a cup of tea? Jesus. I don't know. Quite nice, that, isn't it? A bacon sarnie and a cup of tea for the mm. plumber? Heavens my, above. My mum does that, you know. My Sandra goes above and beyond for workmen and I'm like, mum. I've got to be honest with you. Do you know what it is? I just said that there. I remember when I used to paint railings with my dad. We used mm. to make fences. Someone one Saturday morning made were bacon sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. Was it nice? It was, it's still to this day the nicest baking sandwich I've ever yeah. had. Just because I was in the freezing cold painting with gold tops on wrought iron rails. Yeah. I used so to do loads of toast for the lads yeah. who were doing the resin. Do you remember? Yeah. 
I mean, I've I not just... been. I feel a bit terrible this time when we've been getting the bathroom done and stuff done because of COVID. I've mm. wanted to just keep out of people's way, so I feel like I've really. Oh, I mean, I've been yeah. really shit. I've used it as a crutch, like most companies have done, to do just shit stuff. <laughs> Customer service has oh, gone I, down I, the I drain. I told the guy today we didn't have any coffee. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I've got none. You annoyingly asked for a cup of tea after that, which I thought was you know moving the goalposts. Couldn't say no to that. Everyone's got tea. <laughs> So the next morning, I woke up, unlocked my bedroom door and was coming downstairs in my boxers and he was on his way up the stairs. Morning, fancy a cuppa, I said. No thanks, said the plumber, who was strangely wearing black leather gloves. I went downstairs, I went downstairs, got myself a cuppa and started coming back upstairs. As I walked up the stairs, I noticed that there was stuff all over the place in all the bedrooms. I went into the bathroom and there was no sign of the plumber. I looked out the front and no van. I looked in the other bedrooms and no plumber, but the rooms were all turned upside down. Fuck off. And the back bedroom window was wide open. It turned out the plumber didn't turn up, my mum had left the back window open, and the person I offered the cup of tea to was a as cool as ice burglar who had legged it as I was making myself a cup of downstairs. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What? That, that? How lucky was that burglar? I know. Can you know. imagine walking up the stairs, about to get out, and then realising you're waking them up, and mm-hmm. then going to your fancy cupboard and going, mm-hmm. no thanks, and leaving? I don't know if I believe this one. I do, you know. Really? Well, just because strange things happen in this world, and I can imagine that happening, yeah. and I can imagine the lad being like, holy shit, I've just walked past... The bur- burglar Bill on the stairs, right? And I offered him a cup of tea. And the burglar will be in the pub with, you know, his mates going, fucking hell. Mm. At, the, at the burglar club. At the, he'll be at the Burglars Anonymous burglars burglars with all anonymous. of the other burglars. Like and he'll anonymous. go, shit the bed. I burgled this house today. <laughs> and I walk past him on the stairs and offer us a cup of tea. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it'll set him on a, on a thing of doing more houses. Yeah. But then he'll get caught. <laughs> And you'll always have that story. I just imagine them all sitting down. It's, all right, lads, yeah, good, yeah. So how's your burgling going? Yeah, my burgling's going well. How's your burgling? Well, my burgling, I don't bloody believe what happened. I was burgling the day. I tell you what, if I, if I never bloody burgle again, it'll be too soon. Bloody burgling out at the end of the day. I uh, <laughs> burgled myself daft. I, uh, did I ever tell you about when um, I first started stand-up uh, and I stayed at a comedian's house in Newcastle? Mm. Used to run the student night in Newcastle uh, halls, one of the university halls. Right. And uh, we went out after a gig and I just stayed at his because he, st- he lived in like Jesmond. Mm-hmm. And I got up in the morning and I went downstairs to get some water and I was walking through the kitchen and someone just jumped out on us and just went like, Rah! and I like, went and like gave us like the biggest fright ever. And I like absolutely shat myself. I like right. screamed and it was his housemate. But he didn't know I was there. He oh thought it was him. Word. So this guy gave us this massive fright. I shat myself. And then he like burst out laughing. He was like lying on the floor. He was like a massive rugby guy lying on the floor, just pissed himself laughing. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And he was like, and I just heard me mate upstairs going, oh my, like he realized I'd got the fright that was made for him. It was one of the worst frights I've ever had in Sounds my life. Awful. I wasn't hungover. And I immediately had a headache after he'd done it because it was the biggest fright shock. I've ever had. Were you in shock? It, it was fucking ridiculous. I hate it. I, I didn't know there was anyone else in the house. It was horrible. Bless you. Yeah. Literally, like, it's one of them things you think in flight or fight. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I would, I'd be bad in one of those situations. Did you just freeze up? I just was like, ah! 
like and he just immediately just buckled himself laughing and it just that didn't help because then i was going like who are you what's happening what's yeah. going on and he was just laughing i don't like getting afraid no it's I not good is it it's not cool is it that's what my main thing you know you know when you sort of say like you look around the house in the middle of the night and stuff before you go to bed mm. i'm just expecting a fright that's oh, yeah. it. I'm, I'm expecting they're going to go, oh, and I'm going to go, I got you. <laughs> Don't cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. Out the window. Babadoo, 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 babadoo. Well, I hope you enjoyed that, guys. I am off now to go and uh, wash myself uh, in the bird bath because uh, the water's been turned off. Got to plumb around. Uh, as always, big love. Thank you so much for listening. Please continue to like, rate, and subscribe. This has been Shagmarinoid, now part of the Acast Creator Network. And we will be back in your ears. Back like your dad's arse cracked. It's not a saying. Just said it, made it up. Copyright Chris Ramsey 2021. Back next week. Cheers, guys. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.